Hi. Hi, Megan. How are you? <laughs> it's the chaos to get here. Yeah, here we are again. I don't know what's going on with my phone, but whatever. I don't know. I think maybe it's because Anchor. I would message them about like, hey, like, why is my audio stuck when I record with someone else? And they're like, have you tried? Pretty much it was like, have you tried restarting it? Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm 26. I, of course I tried that. That's like the extent of my tech knowledge of everything. Like, turn it off and turn it back on or like close out and then reopen. <laughs> and like, that's what I've been doing. And I like even like deleted it and like re-downloaded it. Like, it's like, no, it's on your end. And they even like linked some articles that I had already obviously read under the like FAQs. They were like, try reading these. And I was like, I did. It's like, if you have an FAQ about it, it's clearly like an issue for your company. Yeah. And that's the extent of your research and their research. <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll find like a different app to record this on, but I haven't dived that far into it. That's okay. I'm not even going to tell you, or I don't even want to tell you, but I was watching To Kill Time before you called. What were you watching? Ooh, MTV's Floribama Shore. (laughs) Oh my god, that's that's below my standards, and like I barely have any. Well, I didn't want to start anything good because I knew it would be interrupted. (laughs) How was it? Terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I probably won't continue it when we're done here. Wow. Yeah, it says a lot for even me because you know, love trash TV bitch preaching to the choir which Um, brings us to (laughs) oh my god the craziest episode ever yeah and how exciting for you you literally just watched it so it's like hope fresh in your head (laughs) i got interrupted a million times but literally just watched it um because right now i'm just being a single suburban housewife of five yeah those dogs look really cute are you rovering Yes, it's for this family. I mean, I don't use Rover for them anymore, but it's for this family. So I take care of their dogs. They have two puppies that are like two months old. They have two adult dogs. And then I also watch their 15-year-old daughter. So, 15-year-old daughter? Yep. So I'm just a single mom. Like a person? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Oh, that was was a plot twist. I was like, oh, they have an old dog? (laughs) Nope, just a single suburban mom. That's kind of, why do you, why doesn't the daughter watch the dogs? Anyways. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Let's talk about the bachelorette. <laughs> Wait, where did you think I was when I said I had to go pick up my daughter? I, I don't know. I really didn't put two and two together that you were watching like a physically grown ass person. <laughs> Not that yeah. 15 is grown. <laughs> and I'd like drive her to summer school every morning oh yeah I'm just a single mom yeah that's pretty cute I'm Barbara for the rest of the week do you have do you have your car still no I don't they just leave me their car oh that's cool is it a minivan it's not it's actually the same car I had so (laughs) that's so weird yeah easy to drive shout out to all my Corolla lovers (laughs) like everyone (laughs) who got their license between the years of I don't know, 2000 and 2010. <laughs> For the real OGs. So, yeah, if you guys hear any commotion, it's just because I'm just trying to be a single mom while also podcasting. Like, right now, there's a dog in my lap. 
Uh, well, welcome to my life every week. It's like we have, these are Rocky's new hires. <laughs> <laughs> They're shadowing the interns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a dog in my lap, and I'm sure if I start petting this one, the other one will come over. I'm sure the puppies are going to start screaming because they can hear me talking, and I'm sure the girl will ask me for something. So everyone <laughs> bear with me. I'm just a single mom trying to make it. All right. Well, let's get into it. Okay. Um, so this week, oh, let me just do this, say this part. So me and Megan talked about it and we decided we're not going to talk about Queer Eye this week. Um, because first of all, the Bachelorette hometowns are always just like such a big deal that I'm sure like it's going to go to the maximum time that we're allowed. Mm -hmm. And also this week's episode, not this week, but the fifth episode of Queer Eye is like a really important episode. And so we didn't want to like just blow it off or like barely cover it we wanted to give it like the time it deserves um so we probably won't even talk about it until after the bachelorette is over because every episode following the hometowns is always madness wild so we'll pick it up after the bachelorette is over i think there's only three or four episodes left so yeah and we'll go back into queer eye yeah but then we have bachelor in paradise but you know we'll find a time Oh, God. God, do these uh, people ever take an off week? The devil works hard, but bachelorette producers work harder. <laughs> bigger hair bear. <laughs> Reps work harder. <laughs> okay, so, th- yeah, this week is Hometowns. One of my favorite episodes every season. Oh, I know. It's I don't know why. fucking madness. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it opens with Garrett's hometown. And he's from Manteca, California. Um, it's actually Manteca. Sorry. Because Manteca. It's, a, it's, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Tracy, California, where I lived for the first six years of my life. So, you know, shout out to Northern California farmland. Ew. Good thing I moved. Thanks, Mom and Dad. <laughs> shout out to Megan's homies, the ride or dive. <laughs> yeah. Right, Rocky. Yeah. Uh, there's actually a really cool water park there called Manteca Water Slides. I don't even know if I'd call it a water park. It's literally just like what it is, Manteca Water Slides. It's like a pool with like a five water slide. Is it like the Chandler pool? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you're right. It's that kind of thing. Cool. Yep, yep. <laughs> so he's actually from Manteca, California. <laughs> Megan loves to correct me on neighborhoods. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, Bye. <laughs> where he his family owns an agric- agriculture business, so they're like tomato farmers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, why couldn't he just say that they own a farm? I don't know. Is there a difference? I'm sure. I'm sure there's a reason why he said it that way, but that was weird. It was weird. Um. So yeah, they um, like go to his farm first before she like meets his family because like every time there's a hometown. They always, like, do something as a couple first, and then, um, then like, meet his family. So, yeah, like, he took her to the farm, and they were, like, on the backhoe, like, planting tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I, yeah, yeah, that was special. Uh, I guess I'm getting really, like, um, serious Chris Souls vibes thanks. on this date, which <laughs> isn't necessarily a compliment. No. But that's something. Right. 
Um, but then it was really sweet because afterwards he planted a rose bush. Yeah, that he was, was cute. He's given me so many roses. I want to make sure you have like a lifetime of roses. Oh. We planted like a little rose bush together, which is so sweet. But let's not forget that he's trash. But okay, so can sweet. we can we talk about the part? Like, did you catch this? Where he's getting on the trailer and he's like, "We're gonna plant some tomatoes," and he gets on like the tractor thing. Becca's in his lap, and he's like, "Like, let's go, Carlos." Yeah, he's like, "Let's go, Carlos." And oh, yeah. Knowing what I know about him, I was like, "I bet that guy's name's not even Carlos." I I know. I was just like, "God, ABC." I don't know. Does ABC like hate Garrett? There's no reason why they had to leave that in there, and they had to like assume that viewers were gonna make something of it. Viewers like us. And it's yeah. like a little cringy. It was. The guy's like, my name is Brian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's probably like, I'm Chad. <laughs> yeah, like, my last name is Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short, Garrett's secretly racist, as we found out. And the guy that he called Carlos obviously was like of Mexican descent. So it was like very cringy because he was like, come on, Carlos. And Carlos like drives the tractor on this guy's farm. So it was like, yikes, not the best. And whether him and Carlos are actually friends in real life or not. And they didn't even show Carlos, so that just made it even more unnecessary. So it's like, why ABC? Why? There yeah. had to be reasoning behind this. Because they hate him. And his um, is actually Brian Smith. <laughs> um, Becca's outfit was, was this the romper and booty look? It was cute. It was cute. Yes, and it was the romper booty look. A little blue romper with like flowers and the same fucking... <laughs> Tan booties she wears. Yeah. That are she stuck on her feet. Clearly has like a Just Fab subscription because I'm pretty sure that's where those booties are from. I'm pretty sure you just have PTSD from that one time. <laughs> I'm still a member. I'm still a member. <laughs> um, so yeah, they like plant a rose bush and it's like sweet. And then Becca like comes to a realization like the last time that someone met Garrett's parents, it was Garrett's wife. So she's like, oh, my God, like, yikes. And so he's like, oh, like, it will be fine. Like, don't even worry. But, like, you know, they're guarded now because whatever. Yeah. Um, and so they, like. I mean, I'd be nervous, know? too, if I were her. She has, He has made the ex-wife sound like a real trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was so funny because while I was watching that, I was like, I wonder what his ex-wife looks like. And then you, like, sent me the picture that was, like, here's his ex-wife. And it looked exactly like Becca. Yeah, if anyone's interested, give a quick Google to Garrett Bachelorette ex-wife. And, wow, I had to do a couple, like, double takes. I thought that this was, like, a picture from, like, that, like, wedding group date yeah. they did earlier in the season. That I don't even think Garrett was on. But, like, it's some woman who looks just like Becca in a wedding dress. And young, bro Garrett. <laughs> yes. Super yeah, so he clearly has a type. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then it shows like Beck or it shows Garrett and his sister talking about Becca, and she starts to cry. Oh, by the way, like, Garrett's sister looks like Becca too. Everyone looks like yeah. Becca. No shit. When I saw the previews, I was like, "Oh, that's Becca's sister." Yeah, no, <laughs> it's Garrett's sister. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Is that his ex-wife looks like his? sister and his new potential fiance well yeah because in those wedding photos you sent me his ex his sister's in the photo she was like a bridesmaid Uh, and it looks like the wife's sister 
Oh, you're right. I didn't even put that together. That was his sister. Yeah, but it looks like the wife's sister. Weird. So, I don't know what's going on on the tomato farm, but... I mean, they're all pretty. Like, they're all very, like, gorgeous women. So, yeah, that's uh, that. So, yeah, the sister starts crying because she, like, doesn't want him to get hurt again. That but was the sad. Way that cries, I'm sorry. I, like, couldn't even listen anymore. <laughs> oh, I do think it was fake. No, it was just, like, so crazy. I've never seen a cry like that. Oh, my God. I didn't even notice. Now I have to go back and watch. Yeah, because she, like, starts talking, and she's like, (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, girl, it's not your, like, you're not getting engaged. Like, you'll be okay. Yeah, geez. I I thought his whole family, we're not going to agree on this, I can already tell, but, um, and, like, when his mom was talking to Becca about the divorce, she was being so dramatic. I was like, hey, he, like, no one was, like, murdered. She was, like, talking like it was, like, someone was murdered, and that's why she no longer was married. And his, like, wife was, like, brutally killed. Yeah, was, it made, I don't know, that must have been, like, really, really rough, because the way that they were talking about it was, you're right, it was, like, super heavy. Yeah, it was, like, it was just a divorce. Literally, everyone gets divorced these days. Like, well, and he was, like, fucking, like, 22. <laughs> Yeah, like, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, like, how do they think that this was going to end? That they were going to be together for life? They were 22. If you you didn't like her, then why do you care they were getting divorced? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more weird I think it it is. Because at the time, I was like, oh my god, so sad, so hard for his family, I feel for them. But now I'm just like, Yeah, it was, like, weird, and also, like, it wasn't like they had been, like, because it's, like, if my sister, my oldest sister got divorced from her husband, I would be, like, pretty sad because I've known him for, like, 10 years. He had only dated this girl for a year, and then they were only married for a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, your family, like, didn't even know her. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, I don't know. It must have just taken, like, a really big toll on all of them, or they're not very emotionally <laughs> stable to begin with, and that's okay. Or they're playing it up for the camera which yeah. I could see that... or they're like literally nothing happens in their life so the one thing that did happen in like their perfect white family true <laughs> like, true so traumatic I I get that vibe too and I do think that like I mean this she's this they make this woman sound pretty like like what she did was pretty bad not that she's a bad person but that what she did with Garrett was bad but it's like there's not like there's two sides to every story right and the general consensus I got from, you know, like, reading fucking, like, recap blogs at work all day. Just kidding. I work. But, um. I don't. But is that, like, Garrett is not taking any responsibility for his part in the end of their relationship. That it's all, she yelled at me. She wouldn't let me do this. Or, like, she was emotionally abusive, which I don't discredit. That's, like, a very serious claim. I don't think he would make it if it wasn't true. But, like, he takes no responsibility. Right. Right. And, like, yeah, like, maybe she was, and, like, like you said, like, I wouldn't want to discredit that, but at the same time, he was 22, and, like, just as a general analysis of men at 22, they're not very mature. They're pretty selfish. And, like, that's not to say, like, they suck because of that. Like, they're just young. Yeah, they were both 22. They were both probably, I mean, I was, like, a piece of shit when I was 22. I can't, like, be in a marriage. Ugh. They were probably yeah, just immature. 
and it's like someone's family doesn't make you feel good about yourself. Like, yeah, of course you don't want to hang out with them. So it's like, did his family, because I could see his family being the type of mom being the type of like, that's my baby you're taking away. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, I thought his family seemed like shockingly sweet overall. Yeah. But it does suck with family, like, very many mama's boys who like talk about how they like don't want their sons to get married. Yeah, no, he's a total mama's boy. He's kind of like a mama's and a daddy's boy. Yeah, and so then it makes you, like, be like, yeah, I don't really want to hang out with your family. Sorry. Yeah. And we don't know what her family dynamic is like either. We could go on. But basically, (laughs) there's a lot to unpack here. One side of the story, and it's like, it wasn't like she cheated or anything like that. So it's like, it's hard to be, like, fully like, oh, poor Garrett. It's like, okay, yeah, there's probably two sides to this. A relationship ended. Yeah. Um, and so then she's like, okay, cool. I'm in love with you. Now I got to go fly to Buffalo, New York. <laughs> my fave dude, Jason. Oh, Megan, I swear to God, don't even bring it up. Cause I don't even want to talk about it. Why? <laughs> so anyways, they go to this bar in Buffalo called the Anchor Bar. And it's like legendary. Cause it was like where Buffalo Wings Started, and I swear to God, Jason's a man after my own fucking heart. Because little fun fact about me, I order wings every week <laughs> off Uber Eats. <laughs> yeah, I mean the fact that he and they ended up doing like a wing eating contest, and I'm like, I feel like a lot of girls would be mortified by that. But like, step aside, boys. Like, this I know is I my like, show. <laughs> I was like kind of annoyed with Becca because she kept being like doing this thing where she was like he, he, like eat. I, I like never eat like this <laughs> I'm like stop eating yeah so, but like, then again laugh. like if I was asked to do well I, I say that but also if I was asked to do a wing eating competition on like national tv I'd probably like try to play it off like that too I wouldn't <laughs> listen huh? if I'm getting free wings yeah I you know I I don't know I wouldn't go all like monster like I do when I'm home alone on my couch after I order Uber Eats <laughs> uh, well plus and there's still like a ton of meat on the bones and I was like I can't deal with her <laughs> Jason that's not the woman for you I am <laughs> it was cute when they were all like do you need ranch or blue cheese with your wings and she clearly wanted to say ranch but she's like I know that in Buffalo it has to be blue cheese that was cute yeah. Like, there's no ranch in Buffalo. And they're like, yeah. And then Garrett was somehow there. He was like, <laughs> I brought the ranch. <laughs> um, so it was like super cute. And then they like went on a little ice rink and they were like skating and playing some hockey. He called her Bexter and I thought it was like, Oh my God. Thing. I know. I was actually going to text you and be like, Jason just called her Baxter. That's so cute. But yes. And you know, he's maneuvering quite well in those skates. He's looking good. When did they end up together? What? Do you think they end up together? I'm like questioning it. No. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Shut Um, down. (laughs) And then... They, like, go meet his family. His mom is, like, so beautiful. Yeah, actually, like, a lot of the moms were pretty attractive. And, like, young. Yeah, his mom is really pretty. 
his whole family was pretty attractive actually i can't remember what his dad looks like but his mom and his brother were very hot <laughs> yeah 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 i can't now i'm like yeah what did his dad look like because then i saw his brother and his brother's husband and i was like oh my god yeah like, his dad you. must have been the average looking one yeah, the, dad, the dad's like i've been here the whole time i was in every frame the dad's probably listening to this podcast <laughs> yeah listen okay well fine we'll just go into it so i'm part of the Tariks now <laughs> jason's family has accepted me with open arms um long story short remember when i told you guys that jason liked my tweet and it was like mortifying but, like, we both live in Seattle, and I had, like, seen him on the street and, like, tweeted, like, I'm so excited I just saw Jason on the street. And he, like, liked it, and I was, like, embarrassed. Then, remember when we talked about the home t- or the one-on-one date in Richmond, and I was, like, they had, like, a whole donut thing, and they didn't even show it. Well, he, like, posted a screen grab of that on his Instagram, and I commented on it, and I, like, at Megan, and I was, like, exhibit A, the donut. It the most embarrassing thing I could have ever written. And he <laughs> liked it. <laughs> and so then I was, like, on Twitter, and I was, like, I swear to God, if Jason from The Bachelorette, like, like something else of mine that I think that he's not going to see, I'm going to die of, like, embarrassment. And then his brother liked it. And then since his brother liked it, all his friends from fucking Buffalo, New York, were liking it. <sighs> so anyways... I'm part of his family now. <laughs> you guys will get your wedding invitations in the mail shortly. She works, Morgan works at the Anchor Bar now. <laughs> Hosting wing eating competitions. <laughs> so long story short, I'm recording this from Buffalo, New York. <laughs> in the, in the, what is, what's her last name? Tarek. In the Tarek's living room. <laughs> The dad who couldn't remember what he looked like is right next to her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's someone here. Oh, it's his dad. Sorry, I've just been sitting on top of him. (laughs) Hot moms in the kitchen. (laughs) Uh, Making wings. (laughs) I was, like, seriously so embarrassed. Like, out of every... Like, why would he ever, like, like a comment on the fucking Instagram picture? Like... Yeah, I was so... um, like shocked that his brother like tweeted at you because I was like who the fuck is his brother and where did he come from now I understand that his brother's in the hometown episode and that he's probably just like doing his twitter creeping yeah to prepare himself oh yeah his brother not only liked my tweet but he fucking replied to it and like Like, there was a conversation had (laughs) yeah with like a fucking Al Roker gif of like I'm watching you (laughs) Holy shit. Oh, episode I'm going to be doing while I dig my own fucking grave. <laughs> and oh, now, God. like, for sure, I can never run into Jason on the street. <laughs> so I have to move. Hi, uh, Jason. Hi, Steven, which I think is his brother's name. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you're listening. Enjoy the show. He is. Hi, Steven. I know for sure you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, honestly, probably. <laughs> And so, yeah, they have, like, a really good time into each other. And I'm, like, Jason's, like, really getting far into this. I know. I'm so shocked that he's made it this far. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not shocked because he's – well, I am shocked. But I'm not shocked because, like, he doesn't bring anything to the table. But I just thought that she had, like, such a deep connection right off with, like, Garrett and Blake. 
And, I'm like, shocked because she background. literally forgot his name in like the fourth oh, week. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like that was like four weeks in. <laughs> and now they're only six weeks in. <laughs> yeah. Like that was not that long ago. <laughs> and now yeah. she's thinking about like Mary. I don't know. He's not going to win. Whatever. That's fine. That's good. We don't want him to win. But there's kind of like a new campaign going around the internet for him to be the bachelor. But I don't know if he has what it takes. Why do you think that? Because he's too nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The hair. It's the hair. Because you know he's already dating me. Because I can't handle his Ross Geller hair. (laughs) (laughs) I love him, but I just can't handle the Ross Geller hair. Yeah. But they would do something about that. So maybe if they did something about that, he would have what it takes. But he's all, you're right. He's also still just too pure for the process. Yes, definitely. So then she leaves him um, and then she goes to (laughs) Bailey, Colorado. Yeah. To meet with Blake. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And, God. We're done with the fun from now, just so everyone knows. Yeah, Jesus. Like, it's time for Blake, so everyone knows that we have to get all fucking, like, sappy and sad. Oh, my God. I can't handle him anymore. I've had enough. I got, like, a little teary-eyed when he was talking. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. He is, um, so, he is, okay, well, no, let's continue, then I'll say what I have to say. Okay. So, he takes her to his old high school, which Megan... <laughs> was shading <laughs> no. her. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll say that after too because I'm a dick. Um, so he takes her to his old high school, and okay, like, oh, I'll say it now home. because I texted Morgan like the second they show up to his high school, and I'm like, oh my god, fucking red flag. Blake took her to his high school. <laughs> Ugh, gross. Like I'm like, remind me to, like, why on earth? Would the, you go home and the best place you have to show your potential fiance is fucking like Corona Del Sol? Like, no. <laughs> Where would you take them, Jimmy and Joe's? Um, yes. Filiberto's. No, Obvi Philly. I mean, Jimmy. <laughs> okay, fake fan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, more on that later, but it turns out there's a very poignant reason why he took her to his high school, and I'm an asshole. We will let it slide this week for Megan because this week she actually was live texting me during it, unlike last week. So we'll let it slide. Yeah, I received complaints last week, so I made sure to blow her up accordingly this week. <laughs> Which bitch can confirm. She did. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, I can't watch it till tomorrow. So I know, but I'm like, well, I know I'm just annoying you, but I'm going to keep going. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't annoying me. Um, so yeah, they like go to the high school and they're like running around the high school. And he's, like, talking about how, like, his mom used to work at the high school, or still does, maybe. And so he, like, grew up there pretty much, like, even when he was, like, a little kid. So it, like, meant a lot to him. And then... Flashback to the story where his mom had an affair with a coach at his school. Yeah, I didn't know that when... Because remember last week we talked about how his mom cheated on his dad with his basketball coach slash, like, math teacher... Well, I didn't know his mom worked at the same school as this fucking dude. Yeah, they conveniently left that out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, like, she had an affair, and she was also a teacher there. So, like, they both worked together. And he had to go to school there. Like, Jesus Christ. Layers. Um, The story is an onion. 
Yeah, so he's, like, talking about that, and she's, like, oh, right, right, right. And then he was, like, but I also didn't tell you about something else that happened to me here that's, like, very traumatic. And she was, like, what? And then, God, they go into, like, <laughs> I, like, can't even tell the story. Okay, so he took her there. He he walked her into the library, and I actually, ironically, I thought as they walked into that library, I was like, "This library looks like the library from One Tree Hill," because it really does. And Bitch, I shit you not, I was like, "That kind of looks like the library at Columbine," and I was like, "What if there was like a school shooting there?" Oh my I shit you not. God! Well, yeah. Spoiler alert: He tells her that there was a school shooting there many years ago. Actually, not that many years ago. It was in 2006. Yeah. Well, he was, like, a student. Yeah. And his mom worked there. And his sister went there. And the person that had to, like, say it over the intercom was his mom, which is, like, so crazy. So, like, he's, like, in class, and his mom's voice comes over the intercom, and he said that he could tell she had been crying. And she was, like, code white, code white. And then he said, like, his teacher's face just, like, turned white, and they had to, like, start stacking chairs up against the door. And, like, because there, there was, like, a shooter who'd come into the school and open fire. And, but it, like, wasn't a student. It was just, like, some random fucking dude who was, like, camping nearby and was, like, I'm going to go shoot up this high school. So he, like, came to high school and I don't know how – did you look into it? Um, yes. I'm waiting for you to finish so I can interject with my professional research. But I really don't want to talk about it that long because it's really fuck, fucking sad and I don't want this okay. to be that type of thing. So – I like I reached I looked up the shooting and there's this like older man who has basically suffered from a lot of um like mental illnesses and was abused as like through his whole life basically and he was kind of like living in his car like in that town slash like camping I guess like homeless you would say and then one day he just kind of like went and parked his car in like the school parking lot and I guess he had been like asking um it was during like school hours so, like students were about and like saw him and even like interacted with him like he was asking students about like female students in the class like in the high school and whatever people kind of just like oh, whatever like went to school went along their day I don't know at some point he comes into the school and takes like six girls hostage in a classroom oh. he like sexually assaults all of them there's like shooting in the meantime so that people know that he like shot shots in the air um and so that's how obviously cops came and then it ended up being like the a bunch of the students got evacuated except for the ones that are being held hostage the uh six female students and it's like a big standoff between him and like the SWAT team he eventually like released four girls and then there were two left in the room with him when they are when he's just like you better stop the negotiations by 4 p.m. So then, like, right before 4 p.m., the SWAT team, like, you know, closed in on him, like, busted into the room. When that happened, like, one of the girls tried to run. And when she ran, he shot her. And she ended up dying. Jesus Christ. Yeah, this was, like, I, oh. Oh, my God. I did not know the story was that dark. But No, why- it, was, it was, like, it's way bad. It's not like just some crazy came in and like it was there's like a lot to it and it's really fucked up so it's very sad for Blake and I can't believe that not only him but like his mother and his sister were all in the school on the day that that happened yeah geez um so he tells Becca that story and you can tell she's like very upset but she's like trying to hold it together 
Yeah. And all, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't really know how to react if someone told me something that heavy. So maybe she, I, oh, God, Same. so sad. Yeah. And he's like, don't really know what to say. Yeah. Hand to me and my Uber the other day. I know you like my tweet, but geez. Um, <laughs> that was like so awkward. Side note, my Uber driver told me that his brother has dementia and walked off one day and has been missing for 18 years. And I was just like, and he's like 70 years old. And I was just like, oh, God. Yeah, and your Uber driver is a stranger. And, well, first of all, I can't believe that a stranger would tell anyone that. But then, oh, my gosh, I just, I kind of felt bad for Becca because that's a lot of information to take. So, like, blindsided. I know. But it did give her, like, an insight of, like, who he is. Yeah. So. Oh, my God, barking dog intern. <sighs> Sorry, that's the puppy. Um, <laughs> and so... Then they, like, go into the auditorium to a concert, which I for sure thought was Pink at first. And I was like, wow, Pink really has low budget. Oh, jeez. Because <laughs> I was like, she's just, like, at this random high school in Bailey, Colorado. But it ends up being Becca's favorite singer, Betty Who, as in Betty Who this. Um, Did you know who that was? No. Okay, I didn't either. And then one of the songs she played, I recognized because it yeah. would, like, play on the you know, like, playlists that would play at Express when I worked there, and I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, I recognized, like, one of the songs, but I was, when she was like, it's Betty Who, and I was like, yeah, like, Betty Who? who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck is this? So, that was actually really sweet, because it's actually Becca's favorite singer, and she, like, was so fucking excited. She was, like, singing every song. Like, I know, at first I was like, that's a load of bullshit. There's no way this is Becca's favorite, like, artist. But, like, no, her reaction was seemed very genuine. So I was like, oh, shit, I guess ABC finally did do something right. Yeah, because, like, when she was like, I walked in and there's Betty Who is there. And I was like, okay, bitch. Yeah. Was, like, singing all the words. And I was like, oh, no, okay. Not like those country artists. She was like, where's the country artist? Isn't this Colorado? <laughs> um. And so then they're like in love. I almost, I know I just said, do you think Jason's going to win? But I kind of feel like Blake's going to win. Yeah. If it's not, if for some reason, like the internets are wrong and it's not Garrett, it's definitely Blake. She's yeah. the only one that Becca's just like, he tells me he loves me and I want to tell him too that I love him. Like she doesn't say that about anyone else. Yeah. And she said that he has the most solid relationship with her out of all the men. Yeah, and I mean, God, something's up with Blake. I don't know. He's too good. Like, no, he's just, oh, he's like been through some dark shit, but he's just so good. Yeah, and I'm just a terrible person who thinks that that's like not no. possible. But still, I like, like something's of... off. Yeah, but something's like not off, but missing. Yeah, like suspicious nice guy vibes but like not but like very like one layer nice yeah like he's like too genuine (laughs) like let's peel that onion let's pull a shrek out of this let's get down to the core yeah his his life is the plot line to one tree hill like i don't think that that's like can that can't not go unsaid I didn't watch and the coach Hill. and the shoot, yeah, right. like, I, you know, he's Nathan Scott. Actually, he's, he's, probably, he, he's probably Lucas, but he looks like Nathan, so. Can't comment. Oh. Uh, 
And so then she leaves him, and she's, like, fucking over the moon with him. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to Parker, Colorado, and that's where she meets Colton. And shout out to the person on Twitter who I saw who pointed out that Colton and Blake live literally, like, an hour drive away from each other. That's so funny. Yeah. ABC was like, thank God. Yes, saving on that budget that we already didn't have. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about the fucking stylist at the end of this. Um, (laughs) And so then she heads over to Parker, and the first thing that they do is go shopping for the kids at the children's hospital, because Colton, like, had the foundation that he helps kids with. Is it cystic fibrosis? I think so. Um... So, like, that's what he does for work is, like, has this, like, foundation. So, he goes to the children's hospital, like, all the time. And so, they, like, go shopping for, like, toys and stuff there for the kids. And they, like, go visit the kids. They're, like, having the best time. I feel like I'm in a romantic comedy that was, like, produced. Yeah, and they talk about someone who's too genuine. Yeah. Enter Colton. (laughs) Yeah. Little former NFL cutie who's also a virgin who devotes his life to, like, children with <laughs> diseases. Yeah, I was so blinded by his hotness in the beginning, but now I'm, I, like, can't help but roll my eyes at him. Yeah, especially... Is that because, bad? Like, like, that's really bad to say, because he does genuinely good things. And there's, he does. And that's, that's not what I'm rolling my eyes at. It's just him. Yeah, he reminds me of someone, but I'm not going to say their name, but, like, I felt the same way growing up. I'm just like, okay... Um, Ugh, well, you need to tell me who later because I've and I've had that like inkling that he is like someone, but I can't think of who. Right? Do I know who the person is that you're thinking of? Oh, for sure. Okay, I could probably guess, but we'll get there. <laughs> um, and so then he like meets his fucking giant family. He had 18 family members there to meet her. I was like, okay my dude. <laughs> well, and he's the one who, before they went there, he's, like, the only one that tried to, like, prep her. Like, everyone else is like, oh, you'll be fine. They'll love you. He's the only one that's just like, I don't bring people... I've never... He says, I've never <laughs> brought anyone home to my family. It, like, it's kind of a make-or-break deal. If they don't like you, then we're gonna have problems. And then insert the Mori gift where it's like, turns out that was a lie. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a picture that surfaced via Twitter, aka my home away from home, <laughs> where Megan tagged me, and it's like him on Christmas in matching pajamas with his family and like a girl. In matching onesies? What do you mean with a girl? With Allie Raisman? Oh, was that her? Yeah. I very quickly looked at it. Yeah. Pay attention. Poor Allie Raisman. I bet she's so pissed. She deserves so much better than all this. Like, why does she even want to? She probably doesn't even want to be involved in this conversation, but she is. Sorry, girl. She'd like to be excluded from this narrative. Yeah. Well, that's Um, what happens when you date shitty guys. True, true, true. So, yeah, they're, like, in matching fucking Christmas onesies, and he's like, I've never brought a girl home. Yeah. Except for an event where we all were, like, picture perfect. Um, And so he, like, talks to – oh, she, like, talks to him about how he, like, doesn't have a lot of experience. And that, like, worries her. Like, not only because he's, like, a virgin, but because he, like, doesn't really date. And she was, like, she made a good point. Because I was, like, I don't think the virgin thing's like, not that weird. Like, you can learn to have sex with each other. But yeah. she did make a good point because she was, like, you date to, 
to like narrow down to see what you want in a life partner like and I was like oh that does make a lot of sense because like I've learned so many things like from my ex-boyfriend RIP that I was like you know that I'm like I do like this about them but I don't like this and I don't like this from someone who I want to be with like it does teach you like a lot of lessons about like what you're looking for yeah and I think that had a lot to do with her like dramatic reaction when he actually told her about being a virgin because not only has he not like dated someone dated that many people but it's not even like the relationship that he was in was like intimate I don't know I just I don't but basically the whole episode falls apart from here on out yeah um and so then he's like talking to his mom about being a virgin too and he I talks like, to both of his parents about his virginity which I think is weird weird yeah and i was like, like oh i do not want to be in a relationship with a guy who like is like that with his parents no shade but like when you're an adult some things are just between you and your like adult life minus your family yeah i don't know i'm trying to think of something to like compare it to or like i just can't i just but i don't know i don't i'm not here for <laughs> me either um colton's dad looks exactly like him but it's like but, like, his older brother. Yeah, and honestly, like, for Colton being so hot, you would think that his dad would be hotter. I thought but... his dad was, like, pretty attractive for being, like, a grown-ass dad. Oh, okay. That was, like, a pretty shitty and superficial thing for me to say, but I don't know. <laughs> and his mom, like, his both his parents looked pretty young. Actually, wait, was it Blake's dad that was kind of hot? I don't even know. I don't even remember anything about anybody else's family. Same. But someone had a hot dad. I think it might have been Blake. He kind of had, like, the silver fox, like, spiky hair thing going. Watch. It was, like, Jason's dad. And he's like, you go. (laughs) He's sitting next to you. (laughs) Don't tell him I think he's cute. (laughs) Craig, was that you? (laughs) (laughs) Watch. His name is fucking Craig. He follows me on Twitter. Hey, he's commenting right now. Like you called? (laughs) God. Um. And so. Anyway, Colton talks to his parents about virginity. (laughs) Yeah. And so then Becca leaves Colorado, so she's like done with hometowns. And I already knew. I already knew. Like Colton's going home. Like even I. I mean, I knew that Tia was going to come, and I knew that obviously they don't end up together. But like after that visit, I was like, even if I only knew this amount of information. I already know. Yeah. Um, I mean, to say one more thing about hometowns before we move on, I think sure. that, like, all of these hometown dates went, like, really well. <laughs> yeah, they went really well. They were, like, pretty mediocre because, like, normally people's families stand out to me more. Nobody's yeah. Family, like, stood out to me because everyone was, like, pretty normal. Yeah, like, as far as drama goes, they, of course, as usual, they play it up to make it seem like someone's parents are going to hate her. I do think it's different in seasons of The Bachelorette as opposed to The Bachelor. But, like, basically all these parents were, like, um, you know, like, you know, we know that there's three other people left besides him, but if you pick him, we're okay with it. But if you don't pick him, it's going to be hard for him. That basically sums up what everyone says, except for Colton's dad. And Colton's dad is just straight up, like, if it's not him, dump him now. Yeah. Foreshadowing, perhaps? <laughs> which like I get it but also like something that and I'm not just saying like just this season and I'm not just saying like only the women something that always happens like 
on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette is, like, the families are, like, I don't really like that you're, like, dating other people. Like, you know, they're always, like, mean to them. And it's, like, no one made your punk-ass son sign up for this show. Yeah, like, clearly your son's the one that's okay with it. Or your your, your child is the one that's right. okay with it. So take it up with them, not the Bachelor or Bachelorette. Yeah, because it's, like, if I ever signed up for one of these shows and took it seriously, my parents would be, like, what the fuck? They wouldn't take it out on, like, the contestant. They would just be, like, okay, girl, like, fucking live your life. But Yeah, which I think was... But for the most part, I think they all took Tobacco very well, and I didn't make her yeah. feel, like, guilty for any of that. Yeah, definitely. This was, like, the most calm hometowns I've ever seen. Yeah. Which was... Because I can't yeah. even literally remember anybody's family <laughs> or, like, any conversation aside from Garrett's sister crying and his mom <laughs> having a panic attack. But... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, we, re- we remember the important shit here. <laughs> yeah. And so then she goes and has, like, a little girl date with all of her besties from Ari season and she's like oh what do I do ladies and she's like going over like each hometown and then she like starts to talk about Colton's hometown I mean, well so let's go so over who's, let's go over who's there basically in its appearance of everyone who's going to be in Bachelor in Paradise or yeah Bachelor in Paradise this season like trying to get their publicity in it's like baby Becca Kendall Dia that Caroline girl and CN. Yeah. For anyone who knows and cares. So they're all there listening to her talk about dates and then she gets to Colton's date and please continue. And then, so she gets to Colton's date and like, of course Tia's there. Do mm-hmm. I think her and Tia are friends and re- like that close in real life? No. So, but Tia's there because ABC loves drama and like, this is so produced. Um, and so then she, like, starts talking about Colton. It just kept flashing to, like, close-ups of Tia's face. And it's like, do you guys not have any, like, subtlety? Like, leave something to the imagination. Like, let us be somewhat shocked ever. Right. Right. Exactly. And then she was like, Becca, can I talk to you? <laughs> and so then she has a very heavy southern accent, by the way. She's from Wiener, Arkansas. <laughs> And so then, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, that kid's the best kid to follow on Twitter, and I have no regrets. No, I can't. The fact that he actually has like real music out now just irritates me, so I can't humor him anymore. <laughs> He's like eight. I know it's annoying. <laughs> oh my god. Um, also, I think his music's good, but. <laughs> <laughs> shit he if he is not a private concert on an upcoming season of the bachelor i will quit burn this place down me and jason hired him for our wedding so morning on your one-on-one date we walk into this room and the yodeling kids there <laughs> and i'm singing which is oh my god 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 God. Next season, the most dramatic bachelor. God. And so then she's like, "Becca, can I talk to you?" And oh, that was ghetto. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, that was, that was not Arkansas. <laughs> I have a ghetto Southern mom, so like sometimes I just get them mixed up. <laughs> and so um, they like go. She's like, "Sure, like." What could this be about? Even though, like, they've already retaped this thing 13 times. 
And so they go outside and she's yeah, like, like, Becca could not care or roll her eyes any harder at this. She just yeah. did not want to be a part of this narrative. So she's like, Becca, I get sick when I think about you being with Colton. I just realized, like, after our talk, like, I'm in love with him. And, like, you talking about him and, like, me and his family and, like, going to his home. It just, like, literally makes me sick to my stomach. Like, I can't. And then Becca's just like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. she. Yeah. I don't know. What was Becca's reaction? Doesn't she pretty much just say, like, okay, I need to process this? Yeah. Like, she didn't really give a reaction. Like, she was just like. Because I think at that point, she's, like, already decided she was going to send Colton home. And so then she was just like, okay, like. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think she was too, I don't know. I don't think she was too happy with Tia. Oh, definitely not. She seemed genuine. Like, I just don't understand. I don't think that Becca understands why this had to be a thing. Like, why it wasn't a thing earlier, you know. Yeah, why why couldn't she just said something when she found out Colton was cast? Yeah. Or when she first fucking appeared on Becca's season and Colton was there and she was there with Colton. Like, why was this, why did it get this far? Right. And so then, uh, I think, um, I think at this point, Becca is pretty much just like, fuck you, Tia. Like, we're not even that close. ABC just keeps making me be on these things with you. I think they are close, though. But, like, how close, I mean, like. I don't ever, like, really believe, like, the genuine friendship between all these girls. I think they all just get hired from the same club appearances. True. I mean, Becca posted something on Instagram today, like, addressing all, of, like, the shit that Tia's been getting for this. And she's just like, Tia and I are, like, really good friends, and it's genuine, and I treasure that friendship more than, like, anything that this show has, like, brought, whatever, something like that. So that's, like, something. But also, yeah, like I said. Tia's like, getting a lot of shit on social media about this stuff. That's so wrong. Yeah. Like, and obviously, like, Becca's not just gonna, like, let it slide. Like, she's obviously has to, like, make a statement. Yeah. Uh, also, remember that time they brought Caitlyn on to After the Final Rose and read hate comments to her out loud? Oh, my God. You're that was me. so awkward. <laughs> yeah, well, Caitlyn's, like, my favorite bachelorette ever, and... Uh... Same. The fact that they did her dirty like that makes me very sad. Same. But, um, like, these people, I don't understand how people on social media watch these shows and, like, care that much. Like, do they not understand that this is all fake? Like, this is producers telling them what to do. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can't even imagine, like, ever commenting on anyone's thing or like aside from saying exhibit a the donut yeah <laughs> i mean i can't if i comment on people's shit it's to like alert you or anyone else of like what they're doing and it's just that i i mean i would never even take that much time out of my day to like comment something nice directly to them like you know like i'm not gonna be like ooh, love you on tonight's episode because they're not like my friend I don't know them personally but the fact that some people take time out of their day to literally just go on these people's pages and just like tell them that um they're fucking pieces of shit and should die like oh my god it just yeah it's like up well and like did you see that whole like story about how like when people found out the Instagram questions like weren't anonymous and they were like 
I can't believe Instagram did us dirty like that. Like, I just kept sending people, like, why are you such an ugly bitch? I didn't know it was not anonymous. And it's like, so if it was anonymous, you've just been, like, cyberbullying people that you, like, consider friends to, like, make them feel like shit about themselves. Yeah, like, it's like, how about you not be a piece of shit to begin with? I just, it, like, makes my skin crawl thinking about what some people just, like, type to other people who they don't know personally from, like, the comfort of behind their own fucking, like, phone screen. Yeah, and, like, think that it's, like, not going to have any effect on them. Yeah. Like, anytime, obviously, like, it's kind of, like, I sound hypocritical because I have this fucking podcast where I talk about celebrities, but I never talk about celebrities like they should die or they should kill themselves. Like, I give criticisms to, like, harsh decisions that they make. Right. And then keep, yeah. I'm never, like, they're a skank whore who should die. Like, no, it's always, like, Kim, stop being racist. Please, you're breaking my heart. Yeah, and then, yeah, right. And then people are like, oh, well, they know what they signed up for. It's like, yeah, they signed up for a reality show. They're fully aware. They're open to public, like, scrutiny, similar to, like, what you and I are doing right now is, like, analyzing the show and that they're on. But they did not sign up to be straight up, like, bullied and dragged through the mud. And it's really fucked up that people would do that. Yeah, exactly. So if anybody out there has ever fucking cyber bullied someone, don't fucking listen to my, my podcast. I don't care. <laughs> and criticizing Becca's outfits is not bad. <laughs> no, because, because someone is doing her dirty and they know it. Because they're actually bad. <laughs> and I'm not like, Becca's ugly. I'm like, Becca, the stylist did you dirty. Yeah, it's not like we're like, Becca, yeah, whatever. I'm not even going to try to draw from examples because that would just be stooping to some scumbags level. Anyway, and okay. rant. Where were we? <laughs> um, so then Becca's just like, okay, like, I'm just going to have to process it. She's 1,000% over it. And she's just like, okay, girl, like, just, like, let me know. And, like, the girl inside, sorry, I didn't watch Ari's season, so, like, I don't really know these bitches. The girl inside who had, like, the brown hair, why was all the attention on her? Um, because, wait, is that Caroline? Or you mean the short brown hair? No, not, not Becca with a K. Okay, so Caroline. She's the crazy one who supposedly, like, real life besties with Becca she like didn't really have any screen time on Ari's season but she was the one that like wanted to get her 15 minutes of fame and the women tell all so she like called Ari out for being like can't believe you did what you did and she said it like no joke that dramatically on the show (laughs) and that was two weeks before like the actual like breakup and he dumped Becca came you know, so that was all that. So she's still, like, people know that she takes this shit very seriously. So I think that's why they were making a big deal on her being there. Okay, because, like, when they went outside and then she, like, made herself the center of attention, she was like, it's so hard for me because, like, they're, I'm so close with both of them. And I was like, this literally has literally nothing to do with you. Yeah, it, yeah. I think she's closest with Becca in real life, probably. So I think she um, tries to, like, insert herself into a lot of this stuff yeah but she was like and, and all the girls were like oh like you poor thing and I was like okay wait a minute <laughs> who show is this <laughs> yeah. I was like who is this girl why is she in her feelings about this well uh, these are all the girls that are going to be in paradise so these this is going to be like what well, Wills ends up with oh. oh god maybe he'll end up maybe he'll go home you don't know I know um and so then Blah, blah, blah. They, like, finally have a... They don't have a cocktail. 
So they go to have a rose ceremony, no cocktail ceremony, or no cocktail party, just straight to the rose ceremony. Cocktail, cocktail ceremony. Sounds like something Which, I would like. <laughs> Chris hands out cocktails. <laughs> this is the last cocktail. I'd be like, who wants it? Me! <laughs> <laughs> and so then, yeah, they just skip that shit because Becca's like, I don't even drink. Just kidding. <laughs> but, and so then it's... Wait, can I ask you first what you thought of her dress? I thought it was cute. <sighs> I didn't, like, die over it, but I just thought it was, like... I don't they, know if I just, like... They clearly tried to make a big, like, thing over this dress. Like, it was a very, like, elaborate dress. Yeah. And it's like, okay... Do either a split or a plunging neck or a choker neck or sequins. They put it all in one and it worked. Like, I think she looked really beautiful. But I think they needed to take at least two out of those four things away for it to be, like, gorgeous. I think at this point I'm just so numb that if something's, like, not absolutely hideous, I'm happy. No, totally agree. Totally agree. So that's why I was, like, pleasantly surprised by this one. But then I took a moment to look at it, and that's what I decided after really analyzing it. It also seemed like it was maybe one size too big for her. Oh, it you seemed think? like it was tighter. Oh, well, maybe she's but losing she weight from all the stress that these assholes are putting her through. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, she doesn't have much weight to lose. You no, twin. definitely not. She's very thin. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so before they, like, meet with Becca, Colton go- ah, this me cringe. Colton goes to Chris Harrison. Oh! <laughs> I was waiting for you to realize what I was going to say. Okay, bye. Hanging up. This was absurd. This, I... But this actually made me start thinking, because basically Colton goes to Chris Harrison and he's just like, I don't know. This confuses me. Because Colton says to Chris, like, I know next week's fantasy suites and I'm a virgin, so, like, what do I do? Like, literally. <laughs> right. That's literally what it was. Yeah. And Chris is like, uh, Chris Colton? Is like, Dude, I'm not going to be in the room with you. He's like, um, this is a very serious decision that's between you and Becca and the relationship that you, like, being all Chris Harrison about it. But in his head, I hope that he's just thinking, holy shit, what a fucking crazy this guy is. Yeah, like, why are you asking Chris Harrison for, like, advice? Like, Chris Harrison, I know there's expectations of what the couples do in the fantasy suite, but, like, I'm a virgin, so, like, what do I do? And it's like, well, not everyone has to have sex in the fantasy suite. If you don't want to have sex in the fantasy suite, you don't have to. You can just do, like, hand and mouth stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's what Chris said. But, like, um, <laughs> um, 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 like, over the seasons, they've made it very clear that not every couple that goes into the fantasy suite has sex. And by the way, if Colton's so comfortable about talking to his parents about his, like, virginity and sexuality, why the fuck is he asking Chris Harrison at this point? Right. Also, you're 26. You're allowed to make your own decisions. So I don't know why you need to ask Chris Harrison if it's okay that you don't have sex with Becca. Yeah, that was really... Like, that's pretty, like, that's pretty much all that he was asking. Like, is it okay if I don't have sex with Becca? And it's like, ABC's, like, not going to kick you off the show if you don't, like, have sex. I don't know, though. I don't know, though. Now, now that we know what happens, that scene means more. (laughs) Like, do we think that he, first of all, do you think he asked that with the intention of, like, he had this in the bag, like, this week in the bag that he was going to get the rose and go to Fantasy Suites? Or do you think he asked that because he was scared that he was going to go home and he wanted to make sure that, you know he would do what it had to take to get to that 
week. Oh. I'm not sure. I don't really know why he did that. I think, I think overall he just, I think overall that he thought that he had it in the bag and that he was going to get the rose and move on to next week and that he was genuinely nervous. I don't think that he was trying to like scam the show and be like, yo, I know fantasy suites are next week, but I'm a virgin. So like, what do I got to do to get there type of thing? Yeah. I think that he just thought. So he was was essentially trying to lose his virginity to Chris Harrison in order to keep on the show. (laughs) Um, So fucking weird. I can't believe that he asked that. Yeah, it was fucked up. And so then, um, long story short, just trying to wrap this up. We only have 25 minutes, or I guess 15 minutes. Um, So then she sends Colton home. She keeps Blake Jason and Garrett, she sends him home and just, like, it says, like, you know, your dad told me, like, if I'm not 100% sure, then to just end it, because, like, I don't want to get hurt. Also, like, blah, 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 all this other shit. Also, you, like, don't have a lot of experience, so I just, like, see a future with you, but I don't think it's, like, the right future for us. And yeah. so then, like, sent him home. He, like, also, she called Jason second, which seriously put me into a crisis of wondering, like, who's next, you know? yeah. Like, she called Blake first, then Jason, then Garrett, right? Yeah, she did. I put them in order because I was actually going to ask you, like, do you think there is anything to the order? I don't really think there is. I kind of do. Well, I don't know. I was just shocked because I didn't think that – I thought that Jason was going to go home. You did? I knew for sure Colton was going to go home. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely thought it was Jason. Oh. I also think that maybe they just left Garrett in the bottom two for once just to give us some, like, inkling that maybe he's not the winner, and I fell for it, so. Or to shake him up so he can lose his cocky attitude. Yeah. Let's go! Fantasy <laughs> sweets! <laughs> and so then, yeah, Colton, like, goes in the limo, and he, like, lays down and cries while he's, like, being driven home. And he said, it was sad, he said it was the first time in a long time that he feel like he- Felt like he wasn't broken. Yeah. All right. I've had enough of him. Um. So yeah, See he went in paradise when you get engaged to Tia. Right. But as which we is the only know, reason why you came on the show in the first place. Okay. Sorry. As we already know, as we talked about. Spoiler alert. Sorry, I accidentally told someone this the other day after they said they listened to my podcast. So then I was like, oh, blah blah blah, and she was like, wow, spoiler alert. And I was like, girl, sorry, tell me you listen to my podcast. Well, they don't listen very hard. Yeah, or, like, maybe she's, like, not cut up, but, um, as we know, in the real time now, Colton and Tia both go to Paradise, and they get engaged, so in real time, they're engaged to each other. Supposedly, like, quote, yeah, yeah, yeah. Supposedly, but I'm gonna say it's probably true, because it came from two contestants that know both of them, and those both contestants deleted their tweets, after ABC probably sent them, like, a warning. Death threat. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and so next week, they're all, all four of them, Becca, Blake, Jason, and Garrett, are headed to Thailand. Oh, finally. And that's where everyone gets to get, fucking get it on. And Becca gets to have sex with three different guys in a row. I'm very excited for her. I think she's really going to enjoy her time there in Thailand. Same. Her and, I don't know, I was going to say, her and Garrett are going to get it on, but I was just thinking, like, Ew, I bet Garrett's such a goober in bed. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I can't. I can't. I think he's so hot. I hate to admit it, but God, I think he's so hot. Do you? I yeah. Know. He's, he's, 
we obviously have very different types but i mean like he's a total douchebag which is but, like, you know check if- my boxes right up my alley <laughs> Even if he wasn't, I like. I don't think he's ugly at, at, by any means. He's just like not my type. Jason's definitely like more of my type. Yeah. See, no. For me, it definitely goes Garrett hottest than Blake than Jason. Well, that doesn't matter because me and Jason aren't getting married. I'm saying yours is probably the exact opposite of that. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so yeah, we'll go to Thailand, and Becca will bang all of them, and then she'll decide whose dick she wants to ride the most for the rest of her life. Ooh. Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! So I think it's going to end up being down to Blake and Garrett for the final. Agree. I think it's going to be really sad when Jason goes home. I'll be at the, I'll be outside of his work ready to like console him. <laughs> God. I don't doubt it. Um, you show up to his work and there's like security outside. <laughs> <laughs> he already gave us a picture of you, ma'am. We already knew what you were <laughs> Hi, Jason. Hi, Steven. Um, <laughs> hi, Tarek from Buffalo, New York. Um, he, not he, where do you think that the season finale is going to end? Uh, what do you mean, like location? Yeah. Thailand. I don't think, don't they always go to a third location or like a last location for the two? Um, they usually do, but ABC took them to Richmond this season, so I'm not planning on that happening. That's true. From, I don't know, from the scenes, it make it, they make it seem like the next few weeks are all in the same place. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. But maybe not. I don't know. Every time I think about Thailand, I always think about that time that our favorite girl that we just talked about, Caitlin, got left in Thailand. Yeah. Dude, Caitlin's the best. Do you listen to her podcast? I don't, but I actually have been meaning to. I don't listen to all of them. I usually just listen to the ones where it's her and Sean, like when Sean is her guest, and they're so fucking cute. I just, like, die. Yeah, I really love them a lot. Yeah, you should listen to one with two of them. They're good. (laughs) Okay, girl. All right, well, that's all that we have for this week's episode. I've got some puppies to snuggle. I don't know what Megan's going to go do. I got to finish four Bama Shore. (laughs) Um, Megan will never be on this <laughs> podcast again, so say your goodbyes now. No, just kidding. I have one puppy to cuddle. He's been at my side this whole time. He's been a very good boy. Kinda. Um, aside from that one. But he, <laughs> oh, he our PR manager, and he makes us work hard, and he expects perfection. He's literally chewing a tennis ball like a piece of gum right now. <laughs> um, by <laughs> the by, just some housekeeping. Next week, we are going to put out this episode on Thursday because Megan is coming back from vacation, question mark? Yeah, on Wednesday. Okay, so we'll put out this episode on Thursday night because we'll have to record Thursday night, so it'll go out at the same time that it normally does on Wednesdays, but on Thursdays, and that just brings you one day closer to the Sunday episode, which that Sunday episode is going to be a surprise episode that I think you guys are really going to like. So, Ooh. yeah. Um, I don't even know. Megan doesn't even know. And then go follow me on Instagram. It's Pop Culture Swine Podcast on Instagram. There's a picture of Rocky on there. I might put a picture of Megan up if she sends me a pre-approved picture. Um, Oh, pre-approved? That's so sweet. I was just about to, like, send you a cease and desist order if you're going to post the pickle picture. (laughs) I don't have the pickle picture, but I will find it. 
um, all, all let it be pre-approved. And then one last thing, as I literally have like five minutes, I have merch. You guys can go buy merch if you want. You guys don't have to. Um, my parents made me make it for them, and then other people said they wanted it, so that's why I want. I made it. I'm not like up my own ass thinking that I'm like a hot shot who gets merch. But if you guys want it, it's at teespring.com slash popculture dash swine dash merch. And I think it's like $20. So you guys I'm going to buy one. I'm going to buy one. I just haven't yet. Ooh, Megan's going to get one. I just bought one. I might buy one in a different color. It comes in pink, white, and gray. And it's just the show logo logo on it. Um, but the logo is really big. My mom sent me a picture of her wearing it. And the logo is like very large. Oh, God. I can't decide what color to get. That's why I haven't bought it yet. What color did your mom get? I sent my parents pink. Um, I got gray, but I think I'm going to order the pink one. I think I want gray. Okay. So me and Megan will be matching. And you can find a link to that also on my Instagram. So go check that out. And I just added kids shirts by the by, too, because I have a million nieces and nephews. So if you also have a kid, you can buy them, too. Or a dog named Rocky. And that's it. Anything else, Meg? Um, nope. Gotta go get this tennis ball piece out of Rocky's mouth. So talk to you later. Okay, bye guys. Bye.